0: Philia and I'm here with my lovely co-host Yemi.
1: Hey guys.
0: Welcome to Treading Treading Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast dedicated to diving into the deep end of open, honest, fun, and sometimes difficult conversations that surround our everyday life and our faith walk with Christ. I always say faith cannot rely on the wisdom of men, but literally only in the power of God. Now, Talking about the wisdom of men, we are super delighted to embark on this new series called Unlocking Wisdom Through the Book of Proverbs. So, Yemi, tell us more about this wonderful series.
1: Well, Philia, in this season where we're unlocking wisdom, we go deep into the book of Proverbs, which is designed to communicate foundational truths in order to give us guidance for living a successful life through wisdom and the knowledge of God. Today, our topic of conversation is the wisdom of biblical list, uh, literacy, a.k.a. you got to know the word. <laughs> so our reading kind of jumps around because in this very, very wise book, throughout the whole book of Proverbs, the importance of knowing the word is signaled in pretty much every chapter. So we're going to jump around a little bit. I'm going to be reading from the King James Version, and I'm going to start with Proverbs 4, 4, which says, Then he taught me and said to me, Let your heart hold fast to my words, keep my commandments and live. Proverbs six twenty to twenty-three says, My son, observe the commandment of your father, and do not forsake the teachings of your mother. Bind them continually on your heart. Tie them around your neck. When you walk about, they will guide you. When you sleep, they will watch over you, and when you awake, they will talk to you. For the commandments is a lamp, and the teaching is light, and reproofs for discipline are the way of life. Proverbs seven two to three says Keep my commandments and live, and my teaching as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers, write them on the tablet of your heart. Finally, Proverbs 22 17 to 18 says, Incline your ear and hear the words of the wise, and apply your mind to my knowledge, for it will be pleasant if you keep them within you, that they will be ready on your lips. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So this is. I mean, Solomon is conveying to us that it's very, very important to keep wisdom on your heart, to know the words of God, because having the words ready, like even when he says in the last, the last verse we said, they, that they may be ready on your lips. He say, you got to spit these bars, right? Like, no matter what you come up uh, come up against, if you know the word of the of God, the word of God can keep you. You can speak them into any situation, right? You, the power of life and death is in your tongue. God's word will not come back void. You can say scriptures, speak scriptures into any situation, and when Solomon tries to. Imp- press upon the audience, his kids and to us future readers that knowing the Word of God is important. he says you will live. He doesn't only say that in Proverbs 4 he says that in Proverbs 6 he says that in Proverbs 7, you will live, this will guide you and and, and he say, and and now that we know that biblical literacy or the knowledge of God's word is very important, we have to think about ways that we can improve our biblical literacy. You know, like I think about ways that you can do it by memorizing scripture, reading the word of God, listening to, um, to scriptures, being in Bible study, meditating on the word. Delia, what are some of your favorite word, ways to keep the word of God with you?
0: Um, well, I think the, one of my favorite ways is repetition. You know, I think that it's really important to, uh, study Understand, memorize, and constantly repeat it because I think that when your thoughts become your words, your words become your actions, your actions become your destiny. So if you continue to repeat things, eventually they become part of you. And I think that that's why it's important um, to memorize certain scriptures. And I think that the reason why Solomon, you know, was so wise is because when he always tells us to remember that remember that that thing that he wants us to remember that that thing that he wants us to remember is what is in our memory bank. It then it just becomes part of you if you think of things, you know, or you're doing something, it's something that 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 you can recall that can put you back on track. And that's why I think that those instructions are really important. And that's why he mentions to remember. He mentions to recall. He mentions to follow through on because that's where the real true wisdom comes
1: from. Oh yeah. I mean I like that you said that that the words become your thoughts, the thoughts become your words, your words become your actions and your actions become your destiny because essentially that's what Solomon said and you summed it up so beautifully. He's saying like, put this on your heart, bind them to you because he wants you to live, eat, sleep, breathe the word of God and the word of God encompasses everything, right? Like there's no situation that you're tackling that probably is not covered, (laughs) And, and if it's not covered um, like openly or, or literally, it's open to interpretation, right? We know that sometimes when we're reading scripture, we read it and we have a certain perspective and we think of it in a certain way. And then something happens in our life, something changes. We go back to the scripture or the Bible story and we have a new perspective because our worldview has changed. So the Bible is a living text, right? It evolves with us. It helps us grow. And every time that we grow, the our learning grows as well. And that's why it's so important. I think one of the, the scriptures, my favorite scripture that I'm memorizing, and, and I've shared this before, is um, uh, What is it? Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to not harm you, plans to prosper you, plans to give you hope and a future. And I love that because it came to me at a time where I felt hopeless and it encouraged me. And that's why I still memorize it. And in fact, not only do I internalize it, I also say to other people when they're going through things, and I and I share it often, often enough to say like this has given me hope. Hopefully, it can give you hope. This is talking about the character of the word, how the word lives in me, and I can pass it on to others. Right? It it you know biblical literacy commands your life. It, it saves your life. It guides your life. This is the probably the most important thing that we can take from Proverbs is. That knowing the words of the scripture and internalizing, making it personal to you is the biggest wisdom hack.
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I love um, that you talk about Jeremiah 29, 11, because for me, it's the Proverbs uh, 3 uh, verses 5 and 6, which is trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And in all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight and not crooked. Like, <laughs> I love that But that's like my interpretation. But, you know, the reason why I love that proverbs uh, or that scripture so much is because trust is something that we fail to do as human beings. We want control so much. And my favorite line before used to be, be the navigator of your own um, destiny. Now I say, let God be the navigator of your destiny because we don't let God do things. We think that on our, on our own accord, we do everything. You understand? But we have to understand that nothing is left in our hands. It's only left in God's hands. So we can always propose and God can always oppose. Oh. You know, and whatever we do, we can have the intentions, but if it's not God's will, it will not happen, period. And if we don't start to trust that and rely on that, Nothing, nothing, nothing will ever go in the way that we wanted, you know? And there was something that you said that was so important and, you know, we're doing the Lord's work, but we even talked about us praying, you know, about, about praying and making sure that God understands that our will and understands that uh, and, and allows us that everything that we do, we do in his honor, you know, and in his word, because then our words will be more fruitful. Yeah. Our actions will be more fruitful. So when you mentioned that, I thought it was so important. And I'm like, you're right, because here we are, we're preaching this. We also have to do it too. And sometimes we lose sight of it because, you know, we're on a schedule, we're both working, we're trying to find times to meet each other, but he knows our heart. And the fact that we projected that, I think that's going to Make this suffocate and multiply in the way that it really needs to because we are putting God first. We're doing God's work, but we're
1: actually doing it through God. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's part of the the command, right? Like put God first in everything. Right. And I think that's like you read that and you and you probably, I know for me when I like read scriptures, I apply it to like my right now. So I'm like, if I'm going through a situation, I'm gonna put God first. But it doesn't mean I'm gonna do it all the time. But that's what Happens when you get wiser, when you get, when you ingrain the words in your heart because. Then you're then you become come to a point where you're like, oh no, I'm not putting God first in everything. I'm putting him only when I want him to do things for me. And that's a great point that you made that you know, we want to go to God with what we're doing because we want to make sure that it aligns with his will. And it's not just, you know, Yemi and Philia's desire and what we're doing. We want to make sure that he's involved. Even though like we are reading the scripture and talking about the scripture we still need to give that acknowledgement to God and, and ask that, that his will and that he intervenes in these sessions that we're doing because it's very, very important to, for us that what we share with you is what God wants us to share with you. We have our own thoughts and our opinions, and that's what makes us uniquely us. And God, you know, blesses that, right? He can sanctify it. He can say, you know, I'm going to use your experience, Yami. Yeah, mean, I'm going to use your your experience, Philia, to bless other people. You know, I always say that Philia has the best testimonies that just enrich my life. And so He uses these things, and we want to make sure that He that He's using us as He desires, and that we're just not, you know, walking ahead of God, right? Oh.
0: I, I love the fact that you mentioned that we're not walking ahead of God because the title you know, of this is biblical literacy. And it reminds me as an ELA teacher for 16 years where our focus had to come in when the kids were taking their regents. We said that the overarching idea has to be literacy. Why? Because you may not necessarily know your content. But if you're able to ingest information and dissect it well, it doesn't matter what the content is. So if biblical literacy is kind of the same thing, you don't have to know the Bible, but if you can be able to internalize the word and make it your own and have God talk to you, then that biblical literacy is going to nourish you in the way that you need to. You don't have to be a theologian. Is that what it's called (laughs) To, 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 to physically be on the right path? You just have to be able to accept God's word and let him lead you and lead your path. And and this title is so apt for me. This message in Proverbs, it that's what it really means. You know, you could be from any walk of life and a scripture means something to you. Yeah. It speaks to you, it speaks volumes. And the more you know, the older you get, the wiser you become, the years of experience and our our testimonies. Sometimes we read a word that we've read 10 years ago and it means differently than it means now.
1: Hallelujah. Yes. Ain't that the truth. I like that you emphasize the literacy part because it's not just memorizing the scripture. It's about internalizing. Mm -hmm. Just like Phileas said, it meant something to you 10 years ago and it means something different to you now. Like Some of my favorite um, Bible stories are... um, Naomi, um, <laughs> Naomi, the Moabite who returned home. Naomi and Ruth, right? Because the book is called Ruth, and so the focus is on Ruth. So you know, when you first read it, you're, you're thinking about Ruth. But later on, when I, when we were reanalyzing this in like growth group and a Bible study, I was focused on Naomi, and so I had I saw things from a different perspective, especially like her, like seeing like. Call me uh, Mara because I'm bitter. Like, I've been there, right? Before, you know, before when I was younger, I'm like, I'm Ruth, I'm looking for my Boaz, you know? <laughs> like, I was so focused on that. But, you know, being Naomi and having redemption after loss was something that I didn't focus on before. So I love that you say that because when you learn the Bible and not just memorizing scriptures, right? That's important. But also knowing the stories, they kind of morph with you. And so you can go back to the story, you can reread the story, or you can think about the story, and you can apply it differently. I think about the prodigal son. For the longest time, I struggled with that with that story because of the good son who was, like, there. And I was like, I identify with the good son because it was like, I was here and you weren't doing all these things. And like somebody said to me later, like, but what did the father say like everything i have is yours like you could have been had the the, the like eh, right like you didn't you didn't see yourself in that way right you were just caught up in that comparison which you know something i struggle with um another one is like esther right like Having this, you know, I think about how Esther must have felt, right? Like you think about it and you think about like fasting, right? Like, oh, everybody fast together to do something or she saved her people. But think about Esther who like had nothing and someone was pushing her somewhere to fulfill a destiny that ultimately saved her people. That's a lot on her shoulder, right? Like for her to try to save all her people, come on. Like this woman was practically like an orphan, like her. her <laughs> yeah. So you think about all these stories and how it evolves as we evolved, and that's the beauty of. Learning the scriptures and memorizing the scriptures and knowing the Bible stories because it travels with you. It evolves as you evolve, and 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 part of the good thing about us as humans and people who are want to grow is that we do get to grow, right? Like the whole point of us like doing this wisdom series is the fact that we really want to unlock wisdom. Like we really want to be wiser. We want to know God more intimately, more deeply. We want to follow His commandments because. We know the commandments, but do we follow them? And why don't we follow them? Maybe we don't understand what it really means to us, what it's really doing for us. Like Solomon says, you know, write these on your heart, make them part of your lifestyle, and you will live. And it's like, well, will I die? (laughs) Right? Like you can listen to it and it's so easy to be dismissive of that you will live because we know we all have life. But to think about it differently, to have a full life, right? To have a more rich life, right? Right? You can read it differently to how you need it. and That's why we ask for the Holy Spirit to minister to us because it can tell us these things. I, I mean, there's nothing you can tell me about knowing the scriptures because I think is so important. I think that's why we actually even have this podcast. This is how it all started. It's like a desire to know God's word and stories and apply it to our life in, in, in a contemporary fashion. Um, but I, I want to say this, I, I think like we're, we're, we're saying like, this is important. This is important. Yeah. You know, you probably get the gist this is important, but let's talk about like the, how, how do we become more familiar with the scriptures, right? Like one of the things that Philia mentioned was memorizing and like repetition, right? Like you, you memorize it, you repeat it, you repeat it, repeat it. That's a good way to memorize, right? What are some other ways that we can learn these scriptures? I think for me, I love playing the Bible app, like listening to it
0: because yes, reading, I love to read so I can internalize it, but hearing it in someone else's voice and hearing it, um, it almost feels like a story. So instead of reading the Bible as if it's like a separate entity, like each passage is separate from, it's like, it's also a book. Like yeah, it's a story. So you're hearing a story about someone, just like you can listen to someone's testimony. The Bible is also a living testimony. So I think in hearing it that way also makes it memorable. And it it, it starts to make you, allow you to just imagine like, wow. Like this is what these people were going through or they were going through the same things that I'm going through. So they're special, I'm special. And you can not compare yourself in an envious way, but just say, you know what? God led them through this. He will also lead me through this. So also listening to it for me helps helps tremendously in getting that nourishment in the way that I feel if I need
1: it. Amen. I, I think, yeah, I listen to the Bible app sometimes. And I, if you don't have the Bible app, highly recommend yeah. because like philia said it can read um it can read the bible for you so you can be doing something and just listening to the bible and sometimes like for me when i'm listening i get distracted right like i need to fully concentrate in order to do things sometimes i can play music to drown out other noise sometimes i can't play music because i have to be 100% at attention. So it really depends on the mood, but the Bible app has all kinds of things, right? Like one of the things that I like about the Bible app are these plans. So you can say like, well, you know what? I want to have a heart for God. I want to work on patience. I want to work on giving, whatever. I want to work on trusting whatever topic you want to cover, there's a Bible plan for that. And it gives you like these daily scripture readings and this summation, like a, a mini sermon on a daily basis. And you can do as many. There's so many different plans and, 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 and they're in different voices and different people. Some of the people that you know do, do them. Like some of your favorite pastors or preachers are on there. So it's really good for that. Um, highlighting, sharing. It does all of that and on the same vein of listening what i do listen to is um is sermons i listen to sermons as a more part of my morning routine i've gotten out of it since uh, the pandemic because i that used to be my grind every time i'm going to work but i'm trying to get back into it because it's not like they're telling stories i haven't heard of sometimes they do tell stories that are skipped and and or or they go deeper into a different part but i'm learning Every single morning, I'm learning and I'm reimagining. But when you listen, or even when you go to church and you have a sermon, make sure you go back and read the Bible to give context to what you're, to what's happening. My pastor tells us that we should be taking notes, so you can go back and reread the notes. Sometimes I take notes, sometimes I don't, but. Ultimately, I like to read the scripture, right? Like if someone's pulling a scripture from here and there, I like to get more context. I like to read a little bit before. I like to read a little bit after. Um, Another way is like meditating, um and meditating this is not just like oh <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's actually applying the words right. to your life. Right. So you you have these scriptures and a scripture should mean something to you, right? Like so let's say you, you take a scripture and you're trying to memorize that scripture. Make it personal. For I know the plans I have for you, Yemi. Yemi, I'm going to prosper you. Yemi, I'm not going to harm you. You make it personal so that it, it becomes part of you. And then each day, and you don't have to memorize a scripture a day, right? Like you could sit on it for a week or two or a month, right? And meditate on it, see how it applies to different situations. Talk to somebody about it, put a sticky. These are all different. There's so many different types of ways. I mean, I'm very interested in what other people do to memorize scripture or to learn learn a, um, learn the Bible. Um, I, I feel like there's an infinite amount of ways yeah because everybody's learning style is also different. But ultimately, what it boils down to is that you should be doing something to make sure that you're internalizing the word
0: Well, I really can't wait for us to um, hear what everyone else has to say, what their suggestions are, or even their suggestions to us. I mean, this is the way that we can share, you know, our, our ways, our testimony to help others in this process. So We really look forward to hearing your thoughts in our next live uh, next week. Until then, we thank you and stay tuned for announcements and our closing prayer. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on Unlocking Wisdom. Treading Faith is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please check out our Instagram page for updates. And if you like us, simply spread the news and follow us. Don't forget to click that like button. And then you can always comment and share with your family and friends, as well as your neighbors alike. Now, if you haven't done so already, we are continuing to fill our jars of joy with a note, scripture, prayer, or just something God has done for you in the name of Jesus. Now, it's not too late. I know it's already July, but it's never too late to just drop in a note. At the end of the year, we're going to empty out our jars, our boxes, and read the things that God has blessed us with. Let us join together in prayer because we sincerely believe in the power of prayer. God desires that we come to Him and be restored back into His grace and favor. Isaiah fifty five eleven says, "God's word does not come back void." Now, since God's word um, is strengthened in numbers, we ask that you come into agreement with us for this closing prayer. Now, Father, anoint us with Your Holy Spirit, so that as we read Your eternal word. Your words may penetrate our entire beings and transform us. Grant us the blessings to be a faithful disciples in believing the word of God and that we may be a light and shining armor upon all who are in darkness. Heavenly Father, give us faith to receive your word, understanding, and to know what it means and the will to put it into practice Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior Father open our eyes gracious Lord as we turn to your word we know and we pray for understanding understanding that our lives will completely be altered as long as we accept you Lord as long as we trust you and as long as we obey you Father God examine us Lord by the floodlight of your truth Father God after reading all of our scriptures, Father, we pray that it can penetrate our soul, that it can be planted deeply in our minds and our hearts. Help us not to walk away and forget it, but to meditate on it and obey it, and so build it in our lives so it can become and set a precedence for others, Father God. Father, open our eyes, gracious Lord, as we turn to your word and as we long to know you and understand you. Um, examine this, Father God. Be the floodlight of our truth, Father God. We pray that as much as we continue to pray to you, Father God, that you continue to anoint us, anoint our, our eyes, our mouths, our bodies, our souls, our the things that we say because we know life and death is in, the, is in the power of the tongue, Father God. So let us always continue to speak truth on our brothers and sisters, Father God, on the Let us continue to make disciples, Father God. Let us be the light that people need when they are in darkness, Father God. Father God, we pray that you are in the middle and the midst of everything that we do, Father God, because we know without you, nothing can prosper. So, Father God, bless and anoint us. Bless and anoint us with favor. Favor us, Father God. Favor us, for we are doing your work, Father, and we enjoy doing your work. It is not, we are humbled and we have humility for the things that we are doing, Father God. God. And we just pray that our podcast reaches millions and billions of people, Father God, because we know we have something special here, that we are able to reach people where they are, Father God. You have blessed us, Father God, with that type of anointing, Father. So we pray that we reach the right people, the people who will spread the word, people who will go out there and make disciples, people who can relate to us, Father God. Father God, we pray that this word is a spiritual nourishment. We pray that our biblical literacy, is the literacy of all, Father God. Father God, anything that is of your word is is something that we must continue to follow, Father God. Father God, you have put everything that we need as a guide for all humanity right in that Bible. It is acceptable. It is accessible, Father God. And all we got to do is just open it up. We don't even have to go in order, Father God. You have blessed your word so much that any chapter, any page, any scripture we can start from is the sort of our new life. Father God, may everything that we do be pleasing to you, Father God, from the words of our mouths to the meditation of our hearts. May it be pleasing and acceptable in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen, amen, and amen. We Thank you. We love you. We can't wait to hear and see you next week. We hope you enjoyed this discussion, and we really look forward to just continuing to be part of your lives. We are honored, and we love you. Bye.